0: Dog. Welcome to
1: Hillside Dion. Thanksgiving stinks. Being old is awesome. I believe twins should be separated at birth. The Bachelor is the perfect way to find adults love. who, like Disneyland, are deeply unwell.
0: Welcome back to Hillside Dion. Today we are here with a most wonderful guest. Uh, she is a hilarious writer slash comedian known for movies such as Geek Charming on Disney, Falling in Love on Netflix, and Love Guaranteed coming to you on Netflix in 2020. She's also known for her endlessly hilarious Twitter presence. She's so darn funny. And she's here to die on a hill with us today. Please welcome to the podcast, Liz Hackett. Hello. Hi. Hi. I'm so glad you're here today. I'm so glad to be here. It's been <laughs> such a long time. I was thinking about it. I was like, we haven't seen each other in a couple years since Lunch Club.
1: Yeah. Yes, I know. We're in a a lunch club together. We're we're in a lunch club together. Everyone should be
0: in a lunch club. It's the best. Aside from the fact for me, which I was just realizing, that it's on the west side. Yeah. So my lunch club attendance is in the reds. Yeah.
1: a very LA problem. the hundred percent. Geographical lunch. club. It's like, I want to be, a pro- I
0: don't want to be removed from the lunch club emails, but I also know that my attendance probability is like m- minuscule. Well, <laughs> well, we forgive you. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so deeply. Um, I'm also so thrilled, uh, to talk about your hill today because the second you mentioned it, I was like, Oh yes, I have a <laughs> lot of feelings about this one. Uh, would you mind telling us what your hill is?
1: My hill is, uh, stop asking people when and if, if they're going to have kids. that's a tough one. I know it's a tough one because uh, that's what I was going to ask it's you. It's more know? of a mountain. It's a mountain. It's, I mean, it's, yeah, it's the, <laughs> it's the, you know, Everest of it's, uncomfortable questions. I mean,
0: my only other questions for today are like, what's it like being a woman in comedy? <laughs> and Are you on your period? <laughs> so aside from, I, I don't know what else you're, you're cutting a lot of my material. If I can't ask uh, you that,
1: <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, you must get asked that a lot. It sounds. I do. Cause I've been married for eight years now. Okay. And, um, it's one of the, those subjects that I find—I used to ask people all the time, yeah—and then people would ask us. It's it, there's so many layers to the question because, hundred percent, you know, we we thought we were going to, and then it didn't end up happening. Mm-hmm. And it's such a verboten subject, and I feel like people don't talk about it. Right. And the more I would talk to other women, the more I would find out, like all of a sudden you'd go to lunch, you'd go to, you'd be at lunch yeah. with a friend and suddenly you'd kind of like tiptoe into the subject. And it's like this story would come flooding out of them yeah. of, you know, their attempts or their heartbreak yeah. or, or some people just don't want to. hundred And, uh, I don't know. I, I found myself having these sort of like, like backdoor, like, you know, conversations with people about this like really taboo subject.
0: Right. Well and- which is also such a wild thing because like we treat the subject so taboo in terms of how the process goes. Mm-hmm. And yet so many people feel comfortable being like, when's it going to happen? Oh, yeah. And then like, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? Is it because people don't realize <laughs> that it's a traumatic question?
1: Like, I think they do to a degree. Yeah. And it's, I think, and it's, and it's people, it's like anyone, it's like the woman on the airplane next to you or yes. like a taxi driver totally. or like a tow truck driver or someone <laughs> in the grocery store. That's an amazing AAA. is like, I, I, so, uh,
0: sorry about your Honda. You, uh, exactly. when are you have kids, yeah. you're like, are you hitting on me? What to, what's happening right now? I love that with all my heart. Um, but I also hate it cause yeah. I totally get it. I, I haven't gotten a lot of the one, are we having kids yet? I'm with my partner, but we are not uh, married yet. So what we get is, are you guys next? And like, it's one of those Mm -hmm. things that's like I, I get it like I get that you're trying to ask a question about our relationship but you're also like it, it there's no good way of answering that question no without sounding like you hate your partner first of all
1: it's yeah I mean we I when we got that too because we lived together for two and a half years yeah. before we got engaged yeah. and I remember at one point my dad was like what is his problem yeah and you're like did you ever think maybe like I had a say in that yeah people that's the other thing with
0: women is like when they bring the topic up they're like oh is he not ready and I'm like what bitch <laughs> what if i'm not ready okay and like and yeah it's it's such a fascinating thing but then i think the second you get engaged it's like when's the wedding and you're like it's been five minutes Mm -hmm. and then the second you get married it's when are you Mm -hmm. having kids and it's it's like
1: why why are we doing this to each other i don't know i mean i think people you know like I don't know. This this is where I start to feel uncomfortable because I I sometimes feel people who have kids. Yeah. I mean, I have noticed because we don't have kids that we don't see our friends who do have kids as much. Totally. And things sort of split into two parties. There's like your friends with kids. Totally. And then there's like your like train wreck friends. (laughs) And then if you're, if you're married and you don't have kids, you're kind of on this weird island, like the street (sighs) that we live on, it's all parents. And then it's us. And I feel like we're sort of this like I don't know, like this, like Arrested Development couple that's like <laughs> playing music at eleven p.m. and like sleeping in until noon, and you know, that's going amazing. to brunch with girlfriends, and um, and everyone's watching from behind their I like know. pre-made kids like toy chains, being like,
0: "Wait, what is this life?" <laughs> like in us. the Fisher Price jail, exactly.
1: Yeah, but <laughs> it it is also you you do feel a little bit like you're on an island, and you do feel like you know, you, you, you kind of watch your friends with kids go off and, and they're, and they're forming, you know, they have their own social circles totally. and, and it, it is, you do sort of start to think like, wow, like if we don't have kids, like what, what's our life about? Like what is, you know, it was something that we thought we were, was going to happen totally. and then didn't. And then, um, I don't know, but I think that's just kind of life. Life is like things don't happen hundred percent you, you know i have a friend who has cancer right now and I was yeah, not expecting geez, that to, to yeah. happen no that's yeah, but not like, that that's, not that that's funny no but it's it's you know it's 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 life throws you curveballs and 100%. It's, it's sort of
0: about how you you know yeah figure and it's out tough to, to be talking about it with your triple
1: a guy yeah exactly <laughs> when things like that come up exactly it's, or or on the other hand he can be very insightful <laughs> I feel like if I was writing a script, the triple A guy is the guy that's dispensing the wisdom. You're so right. You're so, what was that sh- movie? There's a um, new Netflix rom-com,
0: uh, so, and it's not snow day, but it's something oh, like let that. Let it snow. Let it snow. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's the tow truck woman mm-hmm. who's dispensing all this information. Yep. And there you go. You I guys,
1: love advice from unlikely sources. You're so right. I it's, mean, isn't that
0: what like we kind of hope from our Lyft and Uber drivers? Usually it ends up being a rant about like why Trump is good, but like, that's.
1: <laughs> or like, do you mind listening
0: to journey? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or or like, like, no, I refuse to put my window up. I don't yeah. care how painful it is in the backseat. Yeah, there's a lot of that as well. <laughs> um, so per the kid question, it, it, it also fascinates me because I feel like, well, so we talked about this a little bit when you arrived, but I'm in a room called Single Parents. Mm-hmm. So by the nature of being in the room, I uh, am one of very few people in the room that doesn't have kids. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's really a funny dynamic from the people who do have kids and those of us that don't. Uh, And one of my friends who doesn't have kids is in like a great loving relationship, doesn't want them at all. Mm -hmm. Uh, His relationship with the people who do have kids is super funny because it's the people who have kids looking on to him being like, you know, he'll be like, "Okay, bye, guys. I'm leaving work. I'm going to go have steak by myself and do the crossword puzzle and then go home and meet my girlfriend. Like, and it's like this thing and they're like, what is this life? And it's like, can you text us later and tell us how it went? Everyone's like, you got two martinis? like, (laughs) And you didn't have to pay a babysitter. Like you saw a movie and it didn't cost you $300 because you didn't have to pay for the sitter. And then like pay extra for, you know, bringing an extra person or whatever it was. And it's such a funny thing because we do put so much pressure on people to have children. But then on the flip side of the spectrum, there's this other fantasy of that people with kids have about people who don't have kids. So it totally yeah. goes both ways. Well,
1: I think like I had sort of, I was really nervous to tweet about it, but uh-huh. I sort of dipped my toe into it. Cause I, I feel like there are, I mean, the internet, as we all know, is kind of a cesspool of lots Beauty of... Beauty and <laughs> great opinions great and opinions, people, really thoughtful contributors. exactly. Yeah, cool. Lots of soul <laughs> and, you know, thought for the other side. Totally. Um, but there's... Uh, so I, I wrote a few jokes about it and I was really surprised at the response that it got of just like, you know, being a Saturday morning and like my friends who have kids have like done all these things. And, totally. you know, they've like gone to soccer games and they've like made waffles and they're, you know, they've been up since like five and (laughs) it's like 11. And I'm like, like trying to like reach the remote with my foot for Uh, like 10 minutes uh (laughs) and um, I, lo- I did like that
0: too <laughs> oh, Thanks. I also, um, I mean, think about it. It's like eleven now on a Saturday, and we're here doing we're this. I'm absolutely sort of in pajamas. In I was my coffee, just casually having a chat. It's the best. After this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I might come. <laughs> Amazing. It's just such a fascinating thing the way that we treat the way that we treat. I mean, obviously, women in general. What a
1: fascinating thing the way Uh, we treat our women. Sexism. Fascinating. Not the right word. Well, it's also interesting, like, the things that... It's, I don't know. It's also one of those subjects that like for being taboo is also people just feel totally comfortable, like inserting their opinion, like, well, you better get on that. 100%. I'm like, you don't know what that person's story is. 100%. I have so many friends who've had, you know, multiple, you know, miscarriages or, or, you know, just also it's expensive. And by the way, not covered by a lot of insurance. Totally. And I have a friend who we, we were somewhere and she had just paid a a lot of money successfully Mm -hmm. for IVF and someone's girlfriend, uh, when she found out she was pregnant, said so like, "Oh, well, you know what happened is it's like you finally just like relaxed about it." And she oh. was like, "Bitch, no." I, I, <laughs> that I, was fifty thousand dollars on my credit card. Yes,
0: that's <laughs> the
1: miracle of science is exactly. what happened right now. Like, don't you tell me. Ooh, I had a friend
0: um, doing IVF as well, and that was her biggest thing. I actually made a list of things that like other things we tell women uh, as it pertains to pregnancy or like not being able to oh, yeah? to get pregnant, and that was one of them. Of just being like, well, when you like, you just need to calm down, and yeah. it's like, oh. Is this like in the history of the words, calm down, has the words calm down ever actually calmed someone down? It's like, in, in no, in no situation, if you're fighting with a
1: spouse, if you're talking to a child, if you're, if you're talking yeah. to a
0: coworker, the words calm down are oh, that only is like a, going to run. That is a
1: surefire, like straight freeway to like escalating it to like nuclear it's level. An, it's a personal attack. Yes, fully. exactly. So
0: thinking <laughs> that you can like genuinely look at your friend who's going through a really tough time and has every reason to not be calm and then yeah. be like, you know, you know, it's going to do it.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's so kind of sending thinking about
0: it. Oh, that's so upsetting. Another thing that my friends, I have many friends in LA mostly who don't want children at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, if someone asks if they're going to have children and uh, th- their answer is, Oh no, we actually don't want children. They get, Oh, you'll change your mind
1: or like, uh, you know, I yeah. didn't either. And then I did and it was the best thing I ever did. Those are the ones that drive me nuts because there's always someone especially on Twitter who's like actually I didn't feel like a whole person until I had children and I'm like you're saying that to someone without knowing what their story is and and it could be this incredibly heartbreaking thing for them and which is why I'm like once you've kind of gone through it and once you get a little older as a woman you realize like it's really a very personal question. And it's also a lot
0: harder than most people think and most women, I mean I think so this is this is an interesting part of the conversation because well I don't think that strangers or anyone outside of your closest friends should be inquire or, or partner who mm-hmm. obviously yeah. uh, should be inquiring about this. I do think as women, we all need to be more open about our own journeys about it and whether yeah. or not we don't want to have them or how hard it is. The vast majority of my friends and who are in their late twenties, early thirties, like at a prime ripe time to mm-hmm. be having children still have a tough time having children. And they're embarrassed to be like, well, i miscarried and now, and it feels like there's something wrong with me. And it's like, you're the fourth person who told me that out yeah. of like six this week. Like n- there's nothing shameful about it. It's inc- immensely emotional, of course. Like, especially if you've decided you wanted them and then it's not happening. Mm. But like, we we all feel like we're living in this, like, it's like tab, it, you use the word taboo and it does feel like that. Yeah. And, it's, and it makes it harder to talk about and scarier and sadder to talk about because it's isolating, right? It is.
1: It is isolating. And I think there are, you know, cause I'm in my forties and I think that there are a lot of us of my age who actually were told that we had a lot of time. And that is one thing that if I, if I could get in my like Ugh. time machine and go yes. back, um, cause you know, I had a career mom and yeah. she was always like, you have plenty of time. And mm-hmm. also I was in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. which as we know in your twenties and thirties in Los Angeles, like you're fo- you're focused on your career. Yes. The dating pool is you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, everyone's kind of focused on being in LA and it's, it's, you know, it's For not our first dating second. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, you know, that, that is one thing where, you know, I hate it when people talk about like, Oh, if you're 26, you better get on it. But it's like, if you do want to have kids, like yeah. maybe don't wait until you're 39. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I know. I know. It's, it's such a toughie
0: yeah. as somebody who's like, but let me put it off as long as I can. Mm-hmm. It's such a fascinating conversation. Cause I'm like, well, I have two friends, one's 38 and one's 39 and they just got pregnant. Like one did IVF and one didn't. Of course this is like a, you know, th- this is expensive, I, an expensive option that yes. you have to also realize. I have a
1: friend who, who has two kids, but started when she was like 45. Yeah. So yeah, it's possible. I, know. It's I mean, my younger sister,
0: my mom had her in her late thirties and she's the best one. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Stuff you stink. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, you're so right. Just from a biological standpoint, it, it is, it's, I think it's when you don't know if you want them and it's other people telling you like, you know, like don't wait. I'm telling yeah. you, no, know, I thought so too. Don't that. And then it starts to be like, but I don't like, but I don't want them now. And it wouldn't, or I financially can't have them now. You know, there's so many reasons that even if you want children to not have them today, like I haven't yeah. found the partner or I'm not comfortable doing it alone or I haven't found my donor. I, there's a yeah. million I mean, I know someone reasons. who did it, who did it alone. Yeah.
1: Um, you know, and also I know people in their twenties and thirties who are struggling to d- get their own health insurance, 100%. much less like, <laughs> finance and pay for another human being yes
0: we've just discussed and i've mentioned this about 900 times on this podcast but i am going to have to live in my rent-controlled house forever i cannot raise a baby here <laughs> it's like it is a like death trap like things are constantly falling off the wall like it is like it, it, we will be the first down in an earthquake like it, it's not not fit for me to raise babies in um so
1: now is not the time for us you know what i mean and that's again it's like every every person's story is their story And I feel like we have to stop apologizing for not doing things on other people's timelines.
0: Totally. So back to your, so back to your actual hill of, Mm -hmm. uh, that we have to stop asking them when they're going to have them. I was thinking about it and I was thinking about like, when people ask that, like, what do they think is going to go right? Like, it's like weighing your options, right? Like Mm -hmm. how much of it, like what, what response would be the the good okay like small talk response and how much of it is just like opening a door into trauma and I feel like we all need to ask ourselves
1: that before asking almost any question yeah I mean exactly it's like well I'm gonna do my one woman show about fertility right now yes because you just asked this question
0: (laughs) yeah 110 and I was looking at it I was like the most of the answers of like things that could go right is that somebody says soon I'm eight and a half months pregnant thanks for asking (laughs) or like in an hour can you drive me to the hospital Hospital. Yes. And, like, unless the answer is that, mm-hmm. like, it's either like, even if they want them, it's like, well, we're trying and we're nervous. And now you've reminded me to be nervous. Yeah. And now I'm embarrassed to see you again in the event I can't have them. <laughs> like, and like, there's that. There's somebody who, like, wants kids, but, like, we've discussed this, like, financially can't do it or hasn't found the partner yet. Mm-hmm. And, but thanks so much for bringing it up. I was on my way to a general meeting, but yeah. I'm now going to blow <laughs> because I'm thinking about my fertility and not my pitch. Uh, and, the, or there's someone who doesn't want them. Uh, uh, and just doesn't want to discuss it with you, yeah. whoever you might be, even if it's your mother in law or mm-hmm. it's your, you know, your coworkers or yeah. there's that, there's someone who can't have them like we've discussed. And like, you're inviting this like traumatic conversation exactly, uh, and reminding them at a day where they just weren't thinking about this thing that hurt them and they were actually having a nice day and yeah. now you've ruined it. Uh, someone who isn't sure, but isn't really hoping to chat it out with work friends. We already got that one. Oh, and my favorite is you're at a baby shower and people assume it's the only thing to talk about and And then it just ruins everyone's (laughs) (laughs) days. I was at a baby shower uh, for my friend in Florida. Uh, I love her so much. Uh, The place that she lives in Florida is just a different place than Mm -hmm. LA. Everyone younger than me has children. It's just like they, they just like to have babies sooner, faster. Great. More Mm -hmm. power to you. That being said, we were all having the conversation. And of course, people are asking me, you know, when are you going to have kids? Like, are you with your partner? Do you want it? And I was like, yeah, I do want kids. I'm like, happy to have that conversation. And I was like, but I'll probably freeze my eggs. And it sucked the air out of the room <laughs> in such a way that I was like, what? I felt, I was like, we in LA, we all, t- like, this like is- time to blow Taylor out the lot. Tr- truly. Yeah. I was like, Oh my God, I just like ruined brunch.
1: Like by mentioning <laughs> egg freezing. And that's crazy. I mean, it might, be just a just different parts of the country because I have a friend I have a friend who had a moment where she was like I've been paying rent on my frozen eggs for x amount of years like how long do I keep paying for this I extra forgot. residential property? <laughs> That's so, uh,
0: I'm going to be honest, up until like two years ago, and this goes back to us not talking about like what happens mm-hmm. and like to our bodies and women like barely know. I mean, like we the first clitoris wasn't shown in a textbook until after we landed on the moon. So we know like wow. literally nothing about our bodies. No, I mean, there's so
1: much, like I assumed that menopause was something that like at 50, like your uterus just like drops out of you like hourglass yes. sand. Well, so hundred percent. <laughs> And you're like, oops. That's amazing. So
0: similarly, I thought you froze your eggs in your body. So I was with a friend. <laughs> I don't know. I never learned it. And this was like not long ago. This was probably like two years ago. And I was driving with a friend and she out the window just goes wave to my eggs. And I was like, what? And I guess we were like passing I, like her. The That place. is amazing. Again, that's another
1: scene from something. I right? love that. And Perfect. I was just
0: like, oh, my God. And I had no idea. And she was like, what did you think happened? And I was like, I, I hadn't thought about it. <laughs> but if we're going to get into it, I didn't think you took them out of your body and like put them in the little freezer. And now mm-hmm. that's where they have to live. And then you have to pay rent for them to stay Mm -hmm. and like hope that someday that you might redeem these it's Crazy! I, I didn't know. My friend was like, "Well, we froze embryos," mm-hmm. and I was like, "Didn't know that was the thing." Science is magic. This is crazy. Like, no, there's it's, a
1: whole world, and I yeah. think honestly, for a fertility doctor, I'm my guess is it's like thirty percent science, seventy percent just like managing the emotions of your patients. A hundred percent bedside manner being like more important than actually taking yes. care of my health.
0: <laughs> I f- firmly agree with that. oh yeah. God, that's got to be bananas. But again, these
1: are like they're they're topics that like. I just had never talked about it until yeah. I got to a certain age. And then again, you'd like be at lunch with a girlfriend and this you'd like, you sort of like the door would open a little bit yeah. and this like flood of a story would come out of them. And you're like, Oh my God, I had no idea.
0: Yeah. And a lot of it is like either they didn't feel comfortable sharing
1: or not enough people had. So they mm-hmm. felt like they were a light. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I do think it's becoming, it's something that's like being written about more and it yeah. is kind of becoming a more comfortable subject, at least in our social sphere yes. in our bubble of, you know, yeah. <laughs> Of brunch.
0: Of our brunch bubble. Exactly. Should I be coming to lunch club more often? Are we having these conversations? Would I have known about egg freezing if I went to the west side more? (laughs) Is that what this is? The other thing that we were talking about is that I find that when I meet people with kids and then they find out I don't have kids. We talked about this a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. They just assume I'm like a child or I'm like 22 or like yes. whatever it is. At like, and it happens a little bit in the workplace too, where it's like, oh, you're so cute. Like Sunday. And I'm like, yeah. I am a full grown woman with a career. <laughs> like I just happen to be childless. Yeah. So while I appreciate you and I'm happy to play the role of like young working
1: girl. Yeah. Fine. They're like, go on the
0: weekend and tell us about it. Exactly. And I'm like, well, we're the same age. Like, and my back yeah. hurts just as much as yes. you does. Your mm-hmm.
1: I do have moments where I feel like that because I feel like and in, and in fairness I don't have the same responsibilities I'm not caring for another human being I'm caring I have a dog but yeah. you know a dog doesn't really go to college sure I mean mine might yeah, but, yeah I was gonna say I've <laughs> seen pics of this little angel for, <laughs> might run for congress <laughs> congress dog but I it is it in fairness yeah I mean I have a, my best friend from high school has three kids one of whom is my godson oh. and it's I mean th- it's a lot of work and they're interesting, amazing, complex humans, but it's, I don't have to deal with that. So in some ways I do, I do feel like kind of, we have slightly earned the kind of arrested development moniker in our neighborhood totally. because we are not, you know, responsible for these, this human being surviving and thriving. Totally. And-, and well, and we've heard
0: of, you know, like, tink, like, two-income, no-kids, or dink, dual-income, mm-hmm. no-kids. Yeah. And there is kind of a beauty to that, too, that I think people who have kids or want kids, like, forget about. Like, things are fucking... Liz, yes. Life is expensive. Life is very expensive. Turns Taylor. out it's real <laughs> Who expensive. Knew? I know. I'm just learning this. We just started being
1: like, maybe we'll buy a house someday, and then we open up Zillow, and we're like, maybe we won't. And oh, I remember when in 2007, the day after the Writers Guild strike started, oh my, God. my transmission died, and that's no. that is a three thousand uh, yeah. dollar bill. Oh, <laughs> that's so dark. And you're like, I uh, physically my can't. transmission is my baby.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and well, and you paid for it. I did. And you may not have been able yes. to do that. If I you did actually send for... it to college, also. So. <laughs> oh, that's congratulations! I know, I know. Did they get a letter of recommendation? <laughs> were you a psychology. legacy there? Oh, yes, that's so sweet. Yes. <laughs> honestly, your transmission probably got more out of college than I did. <laughs> Just kidding. I loved it. Mom and dad, I'm so grateful for the tuition. I miss college. Um, Stay in college as long as you can. It's so fun. It's really so fun. And you aren't worrying about kids or you're worrying about accidentally having them. But that's a different story. Yeah, (laughs) that's a totally different (laughs) age bracket. Uh, That's amazing. Um, Another thing I have on here is I was thinking about it and I was like, why is it that we like immediately want to talk to women about child rearing? And I realized it's because we're raised being told that women can be three things and that it's uh, young and hot counts mm-hmm. as one, two, mom, mm-hmm. uh, and three, like evil witch. <laughs> and like, <laughs> that's like what media has yeah. shown us. And that is like what we are told over repeatedly. Mm-hmm. And like, which one do you fit? And it's yeah. like, if people are like, well, we don't want you to be the evil witch, So like your, 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 your hotness is, you know, only going to last <laughs> you so long. So like, mom, go for
1: mom. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs>
0: I just, just a thought experiment. I was thinking about. I think am going to evil witch.
1: Yeah, <laughs> kind of fun, right? Yeah. I mean that's a We're whole getting
0: of, into crystals. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> Persona, I can start to cultivate. I to have a plan.
0: Arrested Development witches is like a new pitch that, that needs to be uh, I, yes. in development. <laughs> We just sold it. Who's listening? <laughs> Who's, it takes place in New Zealand. Yes. Oh, no, you've already been. Where should we, we go? In Rome. Ro- oh, Rome. yes. I've, obviously, Rome. Yes. Rome
1: is... And it's cool because it can be a whole sort of, a, like, a Vatican subplot, and of it's course basically there is. itself.
0: Weird religious undertones in Rome. Yes. And,
1: like, <laughs> Vespa car chases.
0: All with I witches. really want is my Mary Kane Ashley moment where I'm on the Vespa in Paris being driven around by like hot boys with my twin sister who doesn't <laughs> exist. So if we could make that happen, I, love I think, this. I love the specificity of it. That's it. That's my dream. That, that, that movie was a giant part of my sexual awakening. And I was like, oh my God, I won't find love until I'm in Paris on the back of a Vespa driving around like with a baguette, like uh, <laughs> the baguette is crucial critical. Uh, I was also thinking about it. Is there an equivalent question for men? Like, or anything even remotely similar?
1: Hmm. That's a good question. I I do. I mean, I guess the the kind of like, when are you going to settle down? Question. Yeah, I guess that's true. But you I know, feel you like always that have one's one friend asked, who's sort of the perpetual bachelor, where they're like, "When's when's Brian going to get married?" Or, totally, I know, and I Brian's think that the arbitrary name. So, I yeah, oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> there's a lot of Brian's out there. Yeah, it's, it's, and yeah. Brian, when is he going to settle <laughs> yeah, down? Come on, like, Brian. I'm worried about him. Yeah, I just want to make sure he's happy. We're all concerned. <laughs> Everyone's worried about Brian. Yeah, but I also feel like it's asked with that air of like, eh, like boy, boy status. Yeah. Like, when are you going to settle down? But like, how is it out there? And you're like, I mean,
1: that's the thing. Also, in LA, it's like you'll see the like like 65 year old dad with his yoga wife who's like 25 and their beautiful 2 year old And you're like, when you're 85, your child's going to be 18. Yeah. Oh yeah. I did that math wrong. No, in my head it was perfect.
0: (laughs) I'm absolutely not fact checking on math. I was a creative writing major. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, exactly. (laughs) That is exactly correct. We'll be accepting no notes on our math. Thank you. Congratulations. Uh, It is a wild double standard. I've heard those exist. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Yes. Especially on the West side. Oh, I'm sure. Yes. yes. Oh, it's
0: definitely got to be different over there.
1: More families. Yeah. Right. Well, hmm. no, maybe not more. Um, I definitely see a lot of the like older man, younger woman. Yeah. And oh a, yeah. Yeah. And yeah a, lots, of, lots of terrifying plastic surgery. Yeah. In the grocery sure store. That's yeah. I'm sure you come around true. the corner like, Oh my God. That's. Everyone hilarious. looks perpetually surprised. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a biggie.
0: Who, what, what celebrity couple was it that someone posted uh it was on twitter like a few months ago where it was like so-and-so dating someone of the appropriate age (laughs) and she was still like 11 years younger or something and it was like why is this an
1: article and like what i don't remember it was like dennis quaid is marrying someone
0: Oh, yeah, that was funny. But that was definitely not an age. (laughs) That was not the headline of that article. That one was just like Dennis Quaid. uh, Okay. (laughs) All right. She's safe. Blink twice. Um, That's hilarious. Um, The other thing I had on here, uh, I have other condescending things that we say to women uh, without children. Tell me if you've heard them or not. Okay. Um, all right. You'll change your mind when you're ready. Mm-hmm. Of course, Sam. Yes. Uh, I didn't think I wanted kids either until yeah. About that one. Uh, I didn't want them either, and then I had them, and it's the best thing I ever did.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't feel like a whole human being yep. until I had them. That was my. That's my favorite one. though. like I didn't really feel like a whole human being, and it's like, well, for those of us who either wanted or don't want, I'm still a complete being. I mean, my mother, my mom's a doctor and she, um, retired now, but she's, she has patients who, you know, their entire life would be about their kids and their husband. Mm -hmm. And then the husband would pass away and suddenly they're 60 or 65 and they might live another 20 years. And she's like, these women would be trying to figure out who they are at 60. And She's like, and I, so I always kind of grew up with this thing of like, have an interesting life and, and, and try to, and not that, you know, I have plenty of friends with kids who have amazing, interesting lives just because you didn't have them. Doesn't mean that you aren't still a hundred
0: percent. And, and to
1: that, um,
0: I know, you know, like friends, parents who, you know, some who didn't work, who are totally fulfilled and great, uh, many who were the stay at home moms who, uh, their kids graduated and are now like, what do I do? Like, mm-hmm. what do I do? Like we live significantly longer now, you know, or, or on the darker end of the spectrum, uh, raised kids and then got divorced or were yeah. left by their husbands mm-hmm. and are now like, I don't have a job and I'm uh, fighting against all odds. I'm, you know, there's ageism, there's sexism. Yeah. I'm now like in my sixties and, and alone. And what do I do? do there's so ugh, mm-hmm. whole different topic that's a yes, whole different topic but yeah it's too dark to get into we're, we're on it back up we're <laughs> rolling it back, to, up. Brunch, back okay, to brunch. so do you another one of the what people say uh do you have kids no you've got time we've got we've mm-hmm. got that one i get that all, all the time uh uh oh
1: aren't you afraid of missing out yeah I get that I one. get that one and i and I do think that that is always something as a, you know someone who and who knows i mean things things who knows what will come into your life but i there there are moments where I think like, oh God, is there gonna be a moment when I'm you know sixty and yeah. like a emotional weight the you know weight and size of like a Costco dog food bag is gonna hit me in the heart, and I'll think like oh
0: God, but that um, you could say that even if you, but if you had kids, like, yeah. I feel like it goes both ways. You won't know what your life looked like the other way around. Mm-hmm. Like there's also like, and I was you saying, could have kids that are assholes. Totally. So. You could have really <laughs> shitty kids. Yes. People assume that their kids are going to be amazing. Yes. There's a million, like, if you look back on your life in any kind of what it could have should have, like it's, it's going to yeah. happen across the board. It's yeah, never and I, and just kid centric.
1: Yeah. And I, and I think that there are just, there are a lot of women my age, you know, in their, you know, early to mid forties yeah. who thought they would and don't. Yeah. And but you
0: also, in lieu of this, have this beautiful, vibrant life and this happy relationship. There's other things that fulfill your exactly. beautiful life that exactly. aren't these babies. Um, another and one. And I have many nieces and nephews. Oh, that's the best. Yes. You're also getting. Yes. You, that is like the best because then you're getting to like be the good guy and the funny. Yeah, and like, like.
1: I'm the one that can send them the book on farts. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm the cool aunt. That's the best. Yes. Oh, I'm going to be such a cool aunt.
0: Uh, slash, let's be honest, all my siblings are in Chicago and I'm going to be like the weird aunt in L.A. who comes home. <laughs> and it's like, hi, remember me? And they're going to be like, oh no, do we have to hang out with her? Um, when you do have kids, I have friends that gets like the second they do have a child, then they get, well, do you want more? And you're like, I just had one, bitch. Yeah. We ju- I just just decoyed this. We just stopped this question yeah. and now we're good. Uh, or when are you going to give them a sibling? Oh, and that yeah. one's so crazy. Uh, the don't wait too long. We have that one. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Oh, another that I've noticed. This one happens to me with marriage, but I'm sure it happens to people with pregnancy. Is that one friend gets pregnant and then turns to the other and goes, you're next. Uh- <laughs> The yeah,
1: other one's like, wait, what? And you're like, I, I, what do you know? Like, what do you know that I don't know? I don't, this is crazy. An angel will come to you in the night and tell you that a child is coming. Oh yeah. That, I forgot. That's how that one works. Yeah. That's yeah, it. Correct.
0: Correct. We'll talk about that one in yeah. our Vatican Rome. Yeah. Oh, yeah that, that'll perfect. be there. The yeah. undertones See, will be the there. The whole pitch is all coming it's, together. We're basically done. Yeah. I mean, Great. yeah, I can't we wait. Have we have a full development slate after this chat. A hundred. It's yeah. It's been like a half hour and mm-hmm. we've already, uh, we're, we're basically a studio. I'm booking our flights at yes, the end of perfect. this. <laughs> Um, the other one we talked about is relax if you're having trouble with fertility. Um, oh, I've had this is a real dark one. I have friends who have miscarried and then hear all the time. Well, it just wasn't meant to be. And oh. I find that
1: infuriating. I, I, I yeah. And I, I think that that's a, a sort of life philosophy question because I feel like I don't know if I believe that things are meant to be. I think yeah. things happen totally. and then you kind of put together what they mean afterward or you try to make meaning out of it. Yeah. Well, and it just
0: sort of diminishes your, it, I think in that situation, from what, from what I've heard friends in the situation, they just want to feel sad for a second and like yeah. vent to you. So when people are trying to make meaning out of something that's really shitty, it makes it feel like you can't be
1: sad about it. I feel like people don't really know how to answer in a, in a moment of grief. I mean, there are some people, you know, psychologists and and certain really intuitive friends know how to do it. But most people want to try to make make you feel better, give you an answer that that sometimes, yeah, you just want to be sad. You know, I mean, the thing about grief is like, you have to go through it and you have to just be sad about things. And I think that that's like another like awkward question that, that that society doesn't know how to deal with. And I couldn't agree more. (laughs) It's how do we
0: do that? And it is, and it's hard even when you're trying to do it right. And I think, and the thing with that one is I don't think it's bad intentions. I think the goal is to try to make someone feel better. Um, so it's, you know, it's not all bad, but it is just like remembering, to instead of trying to fix your friend's problems, especially when it's something big, that letting them live in it for a second and just like being there with them is sometimes more helpful. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Easier said than done. Yes, I'm exactly. sure there's moments where I've been like, You're sad? Okay, let me make you better. Uh, <laughs> I can do this. And they're like, leave me. <laughs> here's a clown here's a party, exactly. here's a blues. I'm like, what do we do? Where do we go? Yes. What do we eat? Let's do this. Let's go to home. So, yes. Oh, but so many people are coming to Rome with us. I know. <laughs> um, so another thing I was thinking of is that, uh, in terms of like how our society just like doesn't know how to treat women who don't want to have children or don't have children. Um, and I think the perfect example of that is Jennifer Aniston.
1: Yeah. Oh. And yeah.
0: we've talked about this in the room. My boss, JJ, uh, has a really fun thing that little anecdote that you brought to my attention and it's that like the tabloids and the rumors about Jennifer Aniston's baby bump like are still happening and will happen forever even though she is past she's not having kids people Mm -hmm. but America does not know how to reconcile like cool talented hot woman without
1: baby yeah, and it's just like nonstop. yeah no I, I, I feel for that woman I wonder exactly how many magazine covers have been devoted to this subject,
0: I so, mean, so many. <laughs> if you go to right now, it's like Baby bump back <laughs> together with top. You're just like, are we in? Are we back in the '90s? Like it's like it's just like if you don't know what to do, you print a picture of Jennifer Aniston exactly. like after a meal, and you're like,
1: ah, eh? it is cut. Yeah, it is sort of the the kind of the go to cover, right? On a slow on a slow week because yeah. we haven't yet figured out how to reconcile this. Mm-hmm. It's I thought that was
0: so funny. It just completely blows my mind. I think that if people. People are allowed to ask each other, uh, when they're going to have kids. I should be allowed to ask some people when they're going to stop having kids. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that that would be doing a greater service to our world.
1: (laughs) How do you feel about that? I I do have two separate friends who each have four kids and I'm constantly like, when are you going to stop? How does, how, what is your life like? Truly.
0: It's so, it's so I'm one of four and it's crazy to me now. If I see people with more than two kids, I'm like, what have you done?
1: Like, (laughs) no, I mean, I'm one of three and I, I have, and both my parents worked and I'm like, how, how, I I, I have no idea how they did
0: it. Not, not a clue. It's true witchcraft. Mm -hmm. That's the real witches. people. It's not the childless. It's those uh, that that somehow can sustain more than like, what's the number? Maybe more than two children. (laughs) I was wondering if you had any ways of deflecting people who ask you, uh,
1: when you're going to have children. Or if you're going to have children? I mean, I think by now it's just my age is, is sort uh, of the self-deflection. And yeah. then there's always one person who's like, well, until you're 50, the window's really not closed. Yeah. So I'm like, and, and, and again, that's why I'm like, well, you know, there always could be some sort of like last minute Hail Mary pass. totally, But, um, yeah, mostly that's the question that, and, and everyone has an opinion. I mean, I'm, I was in a, work situation and somebody was talking about uh, a friend of theirs who had gotten pregnant. And this was when I was actually going to see a fertility doctor Mm -hmm. and I was, Forty, and this person said, "Oh, well, so and so is you know thirty-eight. Oh, that's they're pushing it." And I just remember feeling horrible, like, "Oh God, you just you feel yeah, it's just you feel terrible about it." And it's just it's one of those things that people are monsters. People are They're
0: just terrible, <laughs> and like everyone thinks that they just know things. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of like misguided experts at mm-hmm. everything. And I'm sure we all do it. There's definitely been a time where I've
1: come in hot and been like, well, I know this oh, and yeah. it's wrong. I know people who work as life coaches who are absolute messes in their own lives. <laughs> uh, a lot <laughs> That's those. also going on our development stage. Uh, yes. <laughs> life coach mess. Yes. <laughs> I can't wait. Mm-hmm. That one will be shot
0: in ooh, Japan. Perfect. It's going to be amazing. There we go. Perfect. I can't wait to go to Japan and discuss it. Um, Um, yeah, it's, it's really, it's just mind blowing how we treat each other. And it's like a lack of self-awareness of like how you could possibly be, be making people feel. And yet I'm sure I've done it. Like, I feel like if we're talking about kids and I'm, there's a lull, I'll look at someone and be like, what about you? And Mm -hmm. just like, for the sake of filling space. And it's just like, there's gotta be a way to reframe our brains. (laughs) Internalize sexism is real, and we suffer from it daily. So here's a fun little. I have a couple little games for you. Yeah. one of them uh, is when I was doing research uh, for thinking about what other things you could possibly ask a girl. <laughs> That aren't when she's going to have kids. I stumbled across a website called conversationstartersworld.com titled Fantastic. question to ask a girl. Uh, Fantastic. It's a very, very good and important resource that I hope everyone's Googling along with me. Uh, I'm going to just pull it up for you real quick because it makes me laugh. I so love the notion really that fun. someone's just
1: at a party and like slyly pulls a, like a card out of their pocket and they're like, <laughs> I'll
0: go with number three. There are. <laughs> 200 questions in just one section in just what's one section. So this one is just called questions to ask a girl more generic questions include where is the last place you would ever go? Uh, what memory do you just keep going back to? just going to keep scrolling. Number 15. Casual party chit chat. Uh, what random <laughs> stranger... This goes back to ours. Uh-huh. What random stranger has had the biggest impact in your life? <laughs> oh. I found that fun. And then if you scroll all the way to the bottom, there's a section. After 200 questions, there's a section with other questions. 200 questions on personal questions to ask a girl. Oh. 200 questions on deep questions to ask a girl. 200 questions on random questions to ask a girl. And 200 questions on weird questions <laughs> to ask a girl. And I love them all. The deep questions I think might be my favorite. They have ones like, will humans spread out among the stars or just be a brief blip in Earth's history? Do you think that would be better to be asked than if you're having children?
1: I'm 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 feeling I've I've missed out on so many questions that could have been asked of me in my yes, lifetime. so many. Nobody has. And mostly it's like what are you doing this weekend? Yeah, 100%. Like, I, w- I would rather have that question. Or do you think human morality is learned or
0: or innate? You guys, this website has figured it out. <laughs> it's so good. Do you, Here's a good one. Would you rather be asked if you're having children or
1: do you think that war is inevitable or can it be ended completely? <laughs> I can only imagine the first dates that just went down into like a fiery ball of flame yes, because of these questions. Because of this website. Also, mm-hmm. just a
0: friendly reminder, these aren't just deep questions to ask. They are deep questions to ask a girl specifically. A girl. Specifically, specifically, yes, specifically a girl.
1: the website is for at what you I, ask, other girls? One hundred percent. I'm going home and googling this. It's the best thing.
0: I, I am obs- I, I spent so long. I I was like trying to prepare for you, and then I realized I killed twenty minutes
1: like just giggling to myself. The internet is a wonderland of unexpected miracles. I,
0: there are, you know, we talk about like the trolls, but we don't talk about the people doing the Lord's work. I couldn't <laughs> find. I couldn't find any attribution for some reason. This Maven did not want to take credit for their work. It,
1: well, it's a good Samaritan deed. It really putting is a out good the deed. It really expecting just- nothing. Nothing in if return. just for our
0: amusement. Uh, I just realized now there's also a deep questions to ask a guy, page. You guys, this is the
1: best resource. This is, this is its own other episode. Also going on the development slate. A hundred percent
0: of some of the questions to ask a guy real quick. Should we be responsible for taking care of the elderly? <laughs> that just got dark. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Also, I don't know like what is gendered about these questions, but I believe wholeheartedly that this person curated them in a way that is perfect for our brains and I will ask no further questions about it.
1: I do. I mean... they are. So when I, when I, when I first met my, when I, when I met my husband, it uh-huh. was, it was cause of online dating nice. and then actually randomly we went to the same high school. But, um, that's amazing. Were <laughs> you friends in high school? No, he's a little older than I am. Uh-huh. But, um, that was kind of the thing that made me be like, oh, he's not a psycho. Right. Cause we at have... least like we had the same like ski coach. To- yes. Or- <laughs> you know, like
0: there is something special about that. My sister, my parents weirdly married, uh, were high school sweethearts. And my sister did too. And I think there's something really special about knowing where that person's from in such a unique way. Yeah. And like mutual friends or, you know, different families. And you sort of, you sort of innately share a lot of values by being raised similarly. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And but
1: like being from the same city and it was like this kind of really like interesting small school run by kind of like aging hippies that sort of had this, I don't know, it was, it was a, it was a really interesting place to go to school. But, um, what I liked about online dating before, I mean, this was before like Tinder and all of that yeah. stuff. So like, you actually had to fill out a profile and you actually had to, I mean, not ask questions about the elderly but like yes. <laughs> you really you could tell i don't know there was a, it was a little more substantive and yeah. it was more like you could tell like who actually had filled out the profile and actually tried to say something about themselves and so i don't i don't know the questions of? weren't just like you up
0: <laughs> who this <laughs>
1: <laughs> what are your coordinates? Yeah, truly. Address, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, please.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's, there is something nice to that. It just makes it more, it just takes it on a
1: deeper level. Yeah. That's
0: really nice. I also feel like so many, so many people, like it's like the only way I know people have met is via online dating.
1: Oh yeah. Well, cause I also, I went to college in LA. So yeah. after, for like the 15 years after college, like I just hung out with my college friends cause we all stayed here. Cause yes. they're all actors and writers and it's people like, like that. It's like a beautiful built in community. And they're great people. So I'm like, why would I meet other people? But then, you know, you get to the point where you're like, it's been 15 years. And, and I've made out with all of yeah, them. Exactly. Not gonna happen. <laughs> and there's, like, there's always like one guy like Brian. You're like, but no one's going to date Brian. Uh, like Brian. Yeah. We're so poor, worried about, about him. I, I'm very concerned about Brian. No, but you do have to branch out and you do have to kind of like, you know, people all say like dating's really hard in Los Angeles, but I'm like, it's the second biggest city in America. Uh-huh. Like, it is, there are it's, there are billions of people here. You can find someone, but you do have to actually, it's like shopping. It's like finding an apartment. You know, it's like you, it's, it's, you have to go out and you have to look at 40 shitty places. And then finally, when you're like, fuck this, then you find, you find a great apartment. It's a numbers game.
0: (laughs) I also have friends who are like, you know, oh, online dating doesn't work. And I'm like, well, no dating works until it does. Like that's the point of it. It's like, it just doesn't, that's like the point of finding a partner. If you want one is like, it really oftentimes just doesn't work until it, it yeah, does. Yeah, and none of my
1: dates were bad. It was mostly no. just like, oh, I don't really want to date a guy that has four roommates. <laughs> yeah. A lot of <laughs> but that. Perfectly nice guy. A lot of that. I hope his stand-up career is gone well. <laughs> Also named Brian, for sure. Yes. No questions 100% asked. Brian. Brian. is
0: absolutely, the Brian we've yes. been referring to, whomever he might be, is absolutely a stand-up. Mm-hmm. He's in his uh, mid to late 40s. Mm-hmm. He has his profile set to 26 and under. <laughs> yes. Max 26, because after that, like, we're getting yes. into witchy territory and mm-hmm. Brian cannot handle. No. Nope. Um, it's, what a great guy. I know.
1: Oh, I wonder if he's having kids.
0: <laughs> he better hop to it. <laughs> yep. Well, I guess he has a little more time. I have a game for you called Uh, a very silly game for you called would it change your mind if uh where I'm just gonna ask you a couple Mm -hmm. questions about would it change your mind about your hill uh if the following situations were in place okay you ready for it so would it change your mind if every person who asked you when you were having kids uh had to pay you a certain amount of money and if so what would that amount have to be
1: I mean look I'm not ever one to argue against a side hustle (laughs) so yeah I mean if I I'm I mean, I guess I could be reasonable, like 50 bucks, 50 bucks. Okay. No more
0: 49 bucks. Wouldn't do it. There's Mm. no like
1: (laughs) 49 and change 20. Yeah. 20 well no i mean i feel like it's you know i'm i as women we have to be better negotiators when it comes to salaries so i'm gonna stick with 50 okay i i (laughs) I support this you're so right uh so for 50 Mm -hmm. uh people can
0: ask us if uh we're when we're having children you just have to be able to pay the toll Mm -hmm. um yes i'm I'm
1: like a troll bridge That's amazing.
0: So would it change your mind if every time someone asked you when you were going to have children, you then got to ask them a very, very personal question of their choosing and legally they had to answer it,
1: honestly. Oh, totally. Amazing. Yes. And what kind of questions <laughs> would you get to ask? Um, do you think we should take care of the elderly? Yeah. <laughs> that's when you whip out your list. Thanks so much for asking. Yes. Hold on one second. Let me (laughs) reference my
0: list. That's amazing. I also feel like that would be the time to be like, Hey, so like did you guys cheat on each other back in that day? Cause we've all oh, been wondering. Yeah, everyone. Like, <laughs> we're talking yes. about it. Like what happened Peter? Mm-hmm. Did you sleep with someone? Yeah. I realized there should be a part of Wikipedia that just where you click on someone's name and it just has a list of who they also fucked. And you can just like <laughs> scroll that list. Cause like, I don't really care about their parents. Like I kind of just like want to know the fun stuff. Yeah. And I think this could be a fun way of like, you know, I'm not in- being inappropriate. Mm-hmm. If you're be- also being inappropriate,
1: Everyone had interesting lives before they met you. And I want to know everything about them. So much. I want to know the
0: detail. Okay, great. So we're on the same page with that one? Mm -hmm. Great. Would it change your mind if every time someone asked you uh, a blanket and a warm cup of tea and your therapist appeared for a free session out of thin air and you got to digest what just happened with them?
1: I want that to happen for any questions? me too all day long (laughs) I I would pretty much do anything to have my therapist
0: evaporate out (laughs) of thin air to help me she's in Beverly Hills it's so far oh that's oh yeah no that's a that's yeah. yeah Just, uh, <laughs> yeah, traffic's terrible it's true yeah would compromise all my morals do have her yes. appear out of thin air uh glad we're on the same page uh, and then my only other one is if every time someone asked you it was appropriate for you to just whisper tonight into their ear and then just like <laughs> evaporate into the sunset
1: again would love to do that for any question that's asked yeah, <laughs> regardless answer, of context tight, and yes. then you just like smoke bomb yeah <laughs>
0: amazing. Uh, I think you've done a magnificent job of dying on this hill today. Is there anything else you'd like to say, final last words that you'd like to share to just like really hit home on your hill?
1: Uh, To hit home on my hill. I mean, I think it's one. you know, your life is going to work out the way that your life works out and you can't beat yourself up too badly about it. And you have to just kind of Keep charging forward and make meaning out of it. And totally. if you have kids or if you don't have kids, you are still a valuable person. You're not less of a woman. hundred percent. And um Yeah. I think we very, that was very that. profound. No, are you kidding? <laughs> I'm like I'm sitting over here weeping,
0: speechless. Thank
1: you for telling me I'm worth it. Um and I think and also to your hill, I think I mean we um, only get I think I uh, I don't believe in reincarnation. I, I really think we just get like one go round. So you might as well just make the best of of whatever the go around is as long as it lasts and don't ask questions that are going to suck the joy out of somebody else's (laughs) go around people or brunch stop (laughs) ruining brunch
0: Amazing. On that note, I would love to read you your eulogy. So good? Yes. Awesome. We've gathered here today to say goodbye to Liz Hackett, who died on the hill of Stop Asking Women When They're Having Kids. Liz was survived by many projects, including Geek Charming on Disney Plus, Falling in Love on Netflix, and Love Guaranteed, coming to you on Netflix in 2020. You can follow her legacy on Twitter at Liz Hackett with two T's at the end. Liz, we thank you for sharing your last words with us today and for your time here on this earth on this podcast uh, and we wish you a very peaceful afterlife where no one's asking you when you're having babies. <laughs> May you rest in peace.
1: Oh, thank you from beyond the grave. Thank
0: you. Hey guys, thank you for listening to today's episode of Hills I Die On. If you're enjoying the podcast, feel free to rate it on Apple Podcasts and leave a comment letting me know what you like most. You can also reach out to me on Twitter at By Taylor Cox. I am always happy to hear thoughts or feelings or compliments or, of course, any hills you guys might be willing to die on yourselves. Thanks again for listening and hope to see you next week. Forever.